Hello and welcome to Earth Riot Radio. I'm Reverend Billy. How are you today? Glad to be back again. The Earth Church welcomes you here in New York City. Today, thinking about violence, Chase, BlackRock City. These are big financial institutions headquartered here in the Apple, and they are killing so many people every minute, every hour from their investments causing climate violence. There's so much violence coming from our, our super legitimate big institutions. They've made that dark decision. They're killing the planet's life for their big payday. Isn't that amazing when you think about it? Hmm. And there's parallel to the mudslides and droughts and downpours and huge superstorms, a 200-mile-an-hour wind. That, so much of that is happening in the global south, even the southern part of the United States. I feel like we're in a bubble of safety here in the shadow of these skyscrapers that are doing the financing of this, all of this. Everywhere there's violence. Am I right? It's not even safe to knock on a neighbor's door anymore. There's a parallel violence here, too. So some people think it's time to end this madness by any means necessary. I say no, that's the wrong direction to go in. First of all, the police and the courts and the media are so set up to point their finger at a protester who does something a little bit violent. You're immediately vilified, defamed, like a rape victim. You know, that, that you just disappear into the other violence. If there's so much violence, you, you're not contrasting enough with the other violence. If you raised your hand against a oil executive, say, that would just be a news item. Wouldn't change anything. But the earth, the earth is always the answer. That's what we say in this church. The earth has so many things that we can do that are so powerful. The earth will give us the communication that we need. Believe me. Let's find that out. Let's look into that, right? This half hour. Are you with me? Here we go. To start off things, together, let's say, yeah. earth hallelujah, earth hallelujah. I got my body, got my life, my life, 
my life, this body. I got my body, got my life, my life, my life, this body. I got my body, I got my body, I got my body. Thrill to it, feel to it, real to it, earth to it, on the earth to it, worth to it, here and there to it, space to it, place to it, do it, do it, do it, do it, thrill to it, feel to it. Personally, of course, as uh, as Extinction Rebellion uh, representative, I think that we need massive political change. Uh, it seems clear to us, I, I believe, that the system as it stands can't make the radical changes that are necessary. We've seen 30 years of inaction. We've seen carbon emissions go up. They'll go up again this year. They're not even flat. They're not even coming down. Uh, add that with biodiversity loss. I mean, the, you know, we are in a critical moment for humankind. Um, so... It has to happen on a political and a massive social change level. It's time for a social movement that is capable of pushing the change that's required um, because it's quite obvious to us that, that collaboratively business and, uh, and government just aren't going to cut it. There isn't anybody that you can vote for uh, in this country at the moment uh, who you can expect to win out of the two major parties, let's say, that, that would make the big enough and the quick enough changes to really avert the catastrophe that we face.
Welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. German farmers, conservationists, and politicians have met at a wolf summit to discuss the animal's future amid concerns that its population is out of control. The Farmers Union is calling for a relaxation of rules over when wolves, strictly protected under EU law, can be shot after a series of highly publicized, deadly attacks on farm animals. The union has said that people in rural areas are fearful for their lives as well as the lives of their animals, with many farmers expressing concern for their livelihoods. Germany is home to an estimated 161 packs of wolves, of between 8 to 12 animals each. A further 43 pairs and 21 individual animals were also registered. A rare white orca calf has been spotted off the coast of Southern California. The calf is completely white except for a grayish dorsal fin and head. Experts believe the calf's unusual coloration is a result of a random genetic condition known as leucism. The three-year-old calf lacks the pink eyes that are the telltale sign of albinism. New research published in Nature Communications shows that unprecedented heat extremes combined with socioeconomic vulnerability put certain regions such as Afghanistan, Papua New Guinea, and Central America in peril from rising temperatures and extreme heat events. Countries yet to experience the most intense heat waves are often especially susceptible, as adaptation measures are often only introduced after the event. A high chance of record-breaking temperatures, growing populations, and limited health care and energy provision increase the risks. A study found that people around the world signal others for assistance every couple of minutes. The research, which examined behaviors in towns and rural areas in several different countries, revealed that people comply with these small requests for help far more often than they decline them. And the research revealed that those requests for help do not go unanswered. Across cultures, people comply with these small requests far more often than they decline them. On the rare occasions when people do decline, they usually explain why. Those human tendencies to help others when needed and to explain when such help can't be given transcends cultural differences, suggesting that deep down people from all cultures have more similar cooperative behaviors than prior research knew. The new findings help solve a puzzle generated by prior anthropological and economic research, which has emphasized variation in causes and kinds of cooperativity. For example, while whale hunters of Lamalera, Indonesia, follow established rules about how to share out a large catch, Hadza foragers of Tanzania share their food more out of a fear of generating negative gossip. In Kenya, wealthier Orma villagers are expected to pay for public goods such as road projects whereas wealthy Gnau villagers of Papua New Guinea would reject such an offer because it creates an awkward obligation to reciprocate for their poorer neighbors. Scientists have demonstrated nanowire networks that can exhibit both short and long-term memory, much like the human brain. In this research, we found higher-order cognitive function, which we normally associate with the human brain, can be emulated in non-biological hardware, Dr. Alan Leffler said. This work builds on our previous research in which we showed how nanotechnology could be used to build a brain-inspired electrical device with neural network-like circuitry and synapse-like signaling. 
our current work paves the way towards replicating brain-like learning and memory in non-biological hardware systems and suggests that the underlying nature of brain-like intelligence may be physical. Marine biologists at a Florida university say they have solved the mystery of a mass die-off of long-spined sea urchins from the U.S. to the Caribbean. The scientists blame a microscopic single-cell parasite for the die-off, which took hold early last year. Affected diadema antelarum urchins lose their spines and suction, then succumb to disease. The researchers from Tampa's University of South Florida also suspect the organism, a ciliate known as philaster, may have been responsible for wiping out about 98% of sea urchins in a similar episode in the region in the 1980s. Scientists have recorded brain activity in a free-ranging wild marine mammal, revealing the sleep habits of elephant seals during the months they spend at sea. The new findings show that while elephant seals may spend 10 hours a day sleeping on the beach during the breeding season, they average just two hours of sleep per day when they are at sea on months-long foraging trips. They sleep for about 10 minutes at a time during deep 30-minute dives, often spiraling downward while fast asleep and sometimes lying motionless on the seafloor. Thanks to technological advances in microbial DNA analysis, researchers have discovered that mountaineers' boots aren't the only things leaving footprints on the world's tallest mountain. When someone sneezes on Mount Everest, their germs can last for centuries, captured in the ice. A new study looked at a known binary star, two stars orbiting around a mutual center of gravity, analyzing starlight obtained from a range of ground and space-based telescopes. The researchers found that the stars, located in a neighboring dwarf galaxy called the Small Magellanic Cloud, are in partial contact and swapping material with each other, with one star currently feeding off the other. They orbit each other every three days and are the most massive, touching stars known as contact binaries yet observed. Theoretical models of binary stars' evolution show the star that is currently being fed on will become a black hole and will then feed on its companion star. The surviving star will become a black hole shortly after. These black holes will form in only a couple of million years, but will then orbit each other for approximately 18 billion years before colliding with such force that they will generate gravitational waves, ripples in the fabric of space-time that could theoretically be detected with instruments on Earth. Human activities have altered roughly 75% of the land surface and 66% of the marine waters on our planet. This has occurred to such an extent that today, approximately 80% of the biomass from mammals and 50% of plant biomass has been lost, while more species are in danger of extinction than at any other time in human history. In this regard, global warming and the destruction of natural habitats not only lead to biodiversity loss, but also reduce the capacity of organisms, soils, and sediments to store carbon, which in turn exacerbates the climate crisis. A solar radio burst with a signal pattern akin to that of a heartbeat has been pinpointed in the sun's atmosphere, according to a new study. An international team of scientists has reported uncovering the source location of a radio signal coming from within a C-class solar flare, more than 5,000 kilometers above the sun's surface.
A team of food scientists at the Zhejiang University in China has found a possible link between frequent fried food consumption and increased levels of anxiety and depression. Those who reported eating a lot of fried foods were more likely to be diagnosed with symptoms of anxiety and or depression. More specifically, they found that symptoms increased by between 7% and 12% in people who reported eating such foods, and that the greatest risk seemed to be associated with eating fried potatoes in the form of french fries. Researchers acknowledged that it was possible that people in the data group they studied were consuming more fried foods, specifically french fries, because they were already suffering from anxiety or depression. And now, the sounds of extinction, bryophytes. Almost one-fifth of bryophytes, the plant group that includes mosses, liverworts, and hornworts in Great Britain are threatened with extinction, according to a new red list assessing their conservation status. Out of the 1,029 species with sufficient information available, 191 species, or 19%, are threatened with extinction. 73 of those are mosses. The assessment also revealed beyond reasonable doubt that four species had become extinct in Great Britain, all due to destruction of their habitat. A further 20 species may also be extinct, but further searches are needed to confirm this. Bryophytes have been around for about 500 million years and were the first plants to colonize land. 22.5% of all European bryophyte species are threatened with extinction. And now the sound of water in moss.
Now, when I last was talking with you, we were talking optimism, more than optimism, uh, almost surreal possibility. We said if you turn your back on violence, go the other way, there is much that can be done. So I'm talking about making original meaning, making original culture, starting over. I'm going right away, when I talk this way, I, I remember the writing, the summarized teaching of the writing of Mikhail Bakhtin. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. He said that there were many medieval carnivals in which the beginning of the ritual of the long weekend of mayhem and drinking and dancing, that the beginning of it was to uh, take an actor, the actor would pretend to be the king. The king would ascend a throne, and then that king would be deposed. And then another actor would take the role of a fool, and the fool would take the empty throne and start ruling, and that fool would be deposed. Until finally, there was no possibility of a hierarchy. Remember, back in those days, the monarchies, the king and queen were talking to God, and therefore, with the divine right of kings, they could turn and, you know, with a whim, decide your life or your death. And that's what we've got going on right now. What's the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase? He says, I can finance anything that puts toxicity into the air. I can cause superstorms or wildfires. It's very much the same kind of arrogance. Well, we need to put that Jamie Dimon, the CEO of Chase Bank, on the throne and depose him and then depose his replacement because there'll be another vice president waiting in line and another fool and another fool and another fool until we are without that kind of power. I guess I'm talking about just, I'm answering the question, how do you turn your back on power? What are we left with? The improvisation of erotic, random, rhythmic, new culture, new creation. And we so deeply must do that now. Don't you feel it? Don't you feel it? I think the earth is telling us to do that because that is what the earth is doing. The earth is deposing humanity. The earth is in a project of taking down the predator that says he talks to God and can kill anything he wants to. That's what we're doing with climate change. And here comes the sixth extinction. So the sixth extinction is the ultimate taking down of hierarchical power, the arrogance of the killer, the killer king who talks to God and gets permission that way. The earth is our teacher here. How do we join the earth? How do we join the earth? Deborah Whiteplume said, the earth, she will rise up for survival, to save life, to rebalance and start again. And in this tremendous release of energy, she will invite human beings to join her. And some humans will, 
Some will hesitate and they will disappear. We're getting that invitation now. I think, I think the way to join up is to emulate her. The way to join up is to, is to let the earth teach us. Amen, let's do that. Let's start that party. Let's party. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah here today. And here we come to the end of our half hour. Time to thank people and dedicate our, our fortitude for the week coming up. Some of you have activism all planned. I wish you the very, the very best. Stay safe. Some of you are risking arrest for the earth. We're with you all the way. Write to us. Tell us about your experience. RevBilly. R-E-V, Victor, B-Boy, I-L-L-Y, RevBilly.com. And I just got back from London where Claire Farrell, she of the British accent, who had that implacable statement about not having anybody we could vote for in Britain right now who will do the job quickly enough to save us. Amazing, amazing remark when you think about it. Well... She hosted 60,000 people. Extinction Rebellion is her group. And I saw her there and Gail Bradbrook and Jamie Kelsey Fry and just lots of friends. Really, really doing a wonderful thing, bringing together 200 groups who uh, each had their own stage and each had their own drum circle and workshops and just all these hundreds of different groups from around the world gathering with Big Ben and the Parliament, West, the Westminster buildings just rising in the middle there. Quite a scene. The climate Woodstock, I would call it. Very grateful to be there. I want to thank our editor, Jason Candler. I want to thank Lily Candler and Jacob Candler for letting us be in their home today here to record. I want to thank Savitri D for her news from the natural world and the Stop Shopping Choir. I want to thank uh, Brendan Burke on drums with the Eagles and Jason and I, the other, the other two in that free jazz ensemble. Well, I, amen. Have a great week. Be safe, be wild, be original. Here we go. Are you ready? Somebody. Is somebody going to give me an earth Let's do it together now. Let's practice. earth How's that? Wherever you are, your bowling alleys and your office buildings out on the street, let's do it again now. One, two, three. earth -a